but what were you saying? Yeah, I feel on the spot, man. Okay. <laughs> Chug a beer. I know you never do that uh, with uh, somebody listening. No, never. Jordan, your camera's frozen, but you you look uh, very stoic. I so. love when my camera's frozen. It makes me very happy. I thought I fixed that particular issue, but I probably know what it is. Use the Vive again. Just now, uh, I don't even. I think it's in a dark corner right now. <laughs> perfectly honest with everyone involved. Um, I think I can fix that here in a few moments. Just know that I look very similar to what you're seeing. Only I'm drinking <laughs> coffee from a cup that says "Hello, gorgeous" on it, because I like to make myself feel good about myself sometimes. Sometimes, Some, not always. Definitely not always, but definitely sometimes. I am going to make it. <laughs> well, you do that. Um, I'm Welcome to Game tell, Quest. I'm going to tell Keanu Reeves to introduce our show. Because <laughs> he's someone that we know and interact with on a regular basis. Oh, really? I, I really liked uh, Marshall's intro that he did for us. Um, Marshall Mathers. Oh, yes. Mr. Mathers. Um, yeah. yeah he, he was really good at uh, saying those words. Um Welcome to Game Quest. Paid a lot of money for it. Next to nothing, actually. Uh, <laughs> it turns out that uh, MGK diss ruined that man's career. And now he needs to, <laughs> needs to do bootleg uh, cameos for Pennies podcasts. on the word. It, not even, man. It was like two cents for four, for four words. It was... <laughs> I, I I dug it. I dug his enthusiasm and uh, the way that he channeled his his younger self. Actually, Walt Trace makes drink. I was gonna say, is this a show? Or are we doing it? We can, is we this can do, out? We can do the show now. We can yeah. we can do the show. Um, that's what we're here for, and that's what we're gonna do. And Jacob, I thank you for joining me and not going to make a drink right in the middle of. <laughs> Um, us trying to be professional. Um, before we get into the stuff, since uh, we're the only ones here, uh, what up? What's going on? How's your job? What? A, uh, it's fun. Yeah, I'm. I've done my like first full week now. Uh, of of, I've I've decided. Uh, my new job title is a uh, remote drone pilot. Is what I'm gonna tell people. Uh, what do you do for a job? I I, I pilot a drone. Uh. So a, after the first a, week, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable. It's definitely like a weird, it's a weird job. Half the time I'm like sitting around some days we'll have, we'll get like three orders and I'll be working with four other people. So I might not have to do an order and I'll move a bot for like 15 minutes, uh, like from one restaurant to another, but I'm s still getting paid to just like sit in discord and watch YouTube videos while I'm waiting for an order to come through. So I'm not really sure how it works on the back end, uh, like how they're they're managing to pay all of these people fifteen dollars an hour. For like, <laughs> are you like getting nervous? You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I'm still getting paid, so it's fine. Money's going into my bank account, but I I don't know. It's now, it's interesting. Um, you can't just like spin donuts in the robot while you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could i would probably it's probably frowned upon but i could log into our our web portal right now and just drive a bot off of the santa monica pier into the ocean if i really wanted to i mean i assume they're they're like battery powered right like they're yeah. not 
they're they're certainly not gas engine motherfuckers. Uh, so do you have to like charge halfway through your shift and like? They have they, they call them field ops. Uh, so they have people that just drive around in vans around Santa Monica and will like swap out batteries or uh, I've had people like take a wheel off of my robot before, so they'll go and like fix robots. Uh, or if the, they're take a wheel from, off it, like yeah. somebody to repair it, or does somebody just walk up to you on the street and just take the wheel off and like, like leave you uh, stranded? Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, I assume one person fighting the war against robots. <laughs> they're also they're also out there like uh, the bots flip super easy. So if you catch the curb even a little bit going pretty fast, it'll flip the bot over. So that they're they're there to like write the bots most of the time. You know, if someone's walking on the street, they'll they'll flip it up right. But uh, I've had times before where like five or six people just walk right past me. Uh, I want to see the um, see that happen in real time where I'm just walking and I see a fucking robot just flip like <laughs> that would be it's so hilarious. It's that's the other part. It's really interesting because, you know, I've there's I have a 180 degree view from the front of the robot. It's interesting. All of the people that take their phones out to record it, uh, you know, that's like pretty commonplace, I would think. But the people that don't even look up from their phones or what they're doing to like a little I mean, it's a 60 pound robot. Uh, just rolling down the side of the road. It's like, dude, what, what the fuck you got go- going on? You're not going to look at this little cool bot like roaming by? Dude, the first time I saw one of those, um, well, I don't even know what they were. They're they're up at NAU and they're like delivery robots. And I don't know if they're automated or if they're manned ground vehicles. They're probably piloted. I mean, MGBs. yeah, um, but yeah, I like. There seems to be too much shit that can go wrong with them to where you can't just let it automate. Well, apparently yeah. there's enough shit that goes wrong when they're not automated. So. Well, yeah, that's what but I'm well, saying. I think, like, yeah, I, I don't think, think they could fucking pull it off. I think most people assume that it is automated. People like jump in front of it to try to like see if it stops, and I have to you know throw on the emergency breaker, throttle down super quick. Uh, but I I, um, I like to check the. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we got a little a little speed throttle on the side. Uh, to to control the speed uh, and a handbrake that you just reach out from the side of your couch and just pull that up, like yeah. Uh, but I I've started uh, just peeking at the Santa Monica subreddit and searching for the name of the company to see what people are like saying about the robots. And one of the uh, one of the comments in the thread was like, "Oh, these things have to be automated. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just one person looking at a screen of fifty robots and just checking to see if anything's going wrong." I'm like, "Oh no, dude, it's." Like it's a much more involved than that. You yeah. can't give away the company secrets on Reddit, man. Yeah. Um, so okay, so like actual question: what What's the point? Um, if you're still paying someone to essentially man these deliveries, uh, wh- why is it just because we live in the future now? I mean, it's it's all like the, so they've. What I've heard is that the company was started before the pandemic and stuff like that. Uh, and it just like that kind of helped it boom, well, obviously yeah, the yeah. contact delivery, but, uh, <laughs> the, if I can minimize human interaction in my life, I will do it. So, <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. no, I think we all would. I mean, that's, you know, that's what we're all striving for. Um, most of us work relatively hands off jobs. Um, we'll still end up talking to some people, but yeah, no, I mean, that's, I want your job, Jacob. I, I want to. <laughs> you. 
I want to forcibly <laughs> remove you. And and because it's all remote, it doesn't matter that I don't live. Exactly. They're not right? hiring in Arizona yet. If you want to move, we're they're hiring out of California and Utah. So if you want to move to Utah, I'll get you a job as a robot pilot. I do like the Mormons. I think they're. I think right you'd rather live there than California. So. Well, I could definitely more easily afford to live there than California. Especially right. Fifteen dollars an hour, man. Jesus, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's what Walmart or uh, not Walmart. Uh, well, that's what Walmart workers make, but that's what McDonald's workers make. <laughs> I'm saying this in jest mostly. Um, <laughs> well, Trace is back. Hey, Trace, what's up? Hello. Uh, this was an make? interesting show. Um, why do you ask me that? You know that I drink garbage drinks. I mixed fucking cheap bottom shelf whiskey with generic store brand Coca-Cola. Thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> what, what store brand? Uh, is this a, a Kroger? Uh, Smith, yeah, Kroger brand. Okay, all right, Kroger. Kroger brand and Evan Williams. A Kroger Williams, if you will, to make it sound fancy. <laughs> Man, I, I used That's to love... That's actually my favorite drink Kroger order Williams. at a bar. I'll take a Kroger and Williams, please. <laughs> yeah, then, then put some Kroger and Williams on the jukebox, if you would. Uh, that could I'm pass really, for a fancy bar name. I'm really getting... Oh, yeah, totally. Honky Tonk on. Um, hey, and Matt's here. Hey, Matt. I am here for the first what? time in like a month. Yeah, what up? How was uh, how was things? Uh, yeah. you know, you don't have to like, get into it or nothing, but how was things? Oh, how things with the lady was good. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic for that two weeks, and then she's coming back for another two weeks next week. So, Jesus. hell yeah, yeah, lots of. <laughs> <laughs> this, is like, this is quicker than we record. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, staying on the bi-weekly yeah. schedule. <laughs> yeah. That's that's oh, good. pretty good. It is impressive that your girlfriend was able to fly to visit you for two week two two week periods more frequently than you were able to get on the show. Well, any of us, honestly. To be fair, I wanted yeah. to hey, shut up. We're roasting Matt. <laughs> yeah, we did record one while he was doing that, so it's yes. it's not like yes. it's. Like we they were, we were all just MIA, but still. Anyway, um, <laughs> since the last time we were here, some E three should well the the entirety <laughs> of E three happened. Um, Shit. The, the uh, beginning of the summer game fest happened, uh, and not that I'm gonna go down, run down, fucking everything that happened. Uh, anyone see anything that excited them? Is what I would ask. I gotta scroll uh, back through the thread, but. I think Redfall is the only thing that I saw that was mildly interesting out of all of that shit. Stalker 2, not... Oh, Stalker 2 was that. I should say mildly interesting that's actually coming this year and not like two or three years down the road. Redfall is not coming this year. It said it was coming this fall. It is not happening. I... I (laughs) We could have another COVID delay. I'm, I'm betting... (laughs) <laughs> the entirety of my draft on it. <laughs> I so put that in writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Um, <laughs> I would say that Redfall was the most interesting thing at E3 uh, because the rest of that. Well, actually, the Microsoft thing was E3, wasn't it? What was? I, yeah, yeah. What was um? What was the summer? Ga- oh, it was just a bunch of random shit. So that's where they finally showed Elden Ring. Which, yes give me give me the elden ring uh which 
I'll, I'll believe that game exists when I actually have it on my PC and I'm playing it. Like, hey, look, not, not a second before on that one. <laughs> January of of next year is what their yeah. date is, which is awesome. Like, I'm I'm very excited for that. Um, yeah. Redfall does look cool, even you know as cool as a game can look for a completely CG trailer. Um, it definitely helped that it had the uh, arcane name attached to it. And, and now id too i just found out yeah today, and, so. and there's reports that id is helping them on it which uh would be great um what what i want from that game now that i saw that trailer is i mean it's obviously some sort of left for dead style mm-hmm. co-op game Co-opting, that's yeah. what everybody is doing right now um I really want, and it seems like they were trying to hint at the fact that, like, you honestly need to work together to take down some of these. Uh, we should clarify it's vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they, they had like combo attacks, like almost like, you know, uh, a superhero comic book or something where it's like you're legitimately working together and, and you need to attack things in different ways simultaneously or something. Yeah, um, your, your Tony Stark firing a Unibeam off a fucking cap shield kind of combos would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's what it seems like, and that's definitely something that would separate it from, oh, I don't know, the rest of that exact same type of game that's coming out <laughs> right here. Um, not, you know, um, not the least of which is Back for Blood and also that new Aliens game, which just got yeah. a date and a new trailer, which that doesn't look bad, but... Um, I think the fact that it's the arcane team behind it that is got me actually like excited for it because those games like whether it's Prey or fucking Dishonored or whatever like they're always wild and you can do crazy shit in them. So can't even tell you how excited I am for Deathloop. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, so- that game I drafted. I should be excited for that. <laughs> I, I think I'm the only one who's updated the the draft. Definitely. Sheet, uh, but it's a <laughs> it's looking pretty barren for everyone except for me and Jordan. <laughs> um, I think uh, most of are we almost to our our mid season recap? Uh, speaking Absolutely. of the draft, Absolutely, that would probably be the next one if that's what we want to do. Oh, cool. Well, I just won't even mention any of that stuff right now. Then. <laughs> yeah, welcome, yes, welcome to the pre-pro, I, I the pre-pro meeting episode. <laughs> did, did we talk about Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo, which is the weirdest yes. pull for a video game I've seen in a long time? Yes. Yeah, I think we did talk about that. Uh, Jordan was saying, why would you want to slap Hitchcock's name on it when like... Like, yeah, what's the point? Of he's an movie? asshole. He, he's yeah. a known asshole. And really, the only reason that he has any acceptance is that he made really good movies a long, long time ago, far enough to where it's like you can kind of, I mean, you can't do anything to him physically about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's dead. You can't hurt. Yeah, you can't hurt his career in, for it. So if you enjoy the movies, right. So if like the movies can be enjoyed, then which they can be. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you can enjoy that type of movie. Um, oh, I yeah, guess we, the only other things from E3, obviously, Psychonauts got me fucking hyped. Yeah, super stoked. Yeah, yeah. That's coming soon. The uh, and then I think the the Microsoft or not the Microsoft, the Nintendo Direct was like the the highlight of the show for me. Really, Metroid Dread looks fucking rad. Uh, Mario Golf already out, but that game looks fucking sick. Uh, Metroid was like the only thing. Like 
I yeah. Think, I think putting Kazuya in Smash is fucking stupid. Um, yeah, I agree. That trailer was funny. Watching him throw everyone off of the the cliff was like a pretty good meme. But so Kirby, the Kirby thing had me like Kirby just floating back up. Great, great moment. Um, them sort of showing Breath of the Wild too, but like, not yeah. The name's a spoiler, so we can't say the actual well, yeah. name of the game. So you're going to spoil the game before it's out anyway? Like, <laughs> like what? Yeah, you could have just said the title and not said that it was a spoiler, and you wouldn't know until you reached the point of it being a spoiler. Like, like are, are they even going to have it on the game case? Or are they just going to, like, <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2, then you load in, and fucking Link's yeah. fucking... What if it's Trip Breath of the Wild 2 Link dies at the I end? <laughs> yeah, it's Breath of the Wild 2 Ganon's day out, and you just play as Ganon the entire time, and you're not actually Link. Well, that's what people like are David saying. David Wong. David Wong? I was saying Link dies at the end oh. by David Wong. <laughs> I, was, uh, I thought you were referencing Metal Gear Solid 2 in some way, shape, or form, um, which oh. is what Jacob was doing. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that the title is that on the nose, right? Like, Breath of the Wild 2 colon you play as ganon no no that's yeah it's called i guarantee it um it's just a wild thing but uh, i mean yeah like 2d metroid cool um the whole getting chased by a, a big bad you can't kill is you know something i'm obviously a big fan of always um are we doing showdown again was, was that one was that right showdown here's the fucking the what? ai in oh and I, know, I know absolutely nothing about Metroid lore. Uh, I know that Samus is a girl, and that's about it. And they also said that this is going to complete the Metroid story, which I don't know what that means. There, there was like, an actual story to it? Well, yeah. I, mean, there's, uh, I haven't ever, played a Metroid I mean, game in like 20 years. So. I mean, <laughs> games, so like, there wasn't like rich it's voice It's probably been 20 years, but... Matt, because this is the first 2D Metroid in 19 years. So it's yeah. probably been 20 years since you played <laughs> yeah. a Metroid game. And in 2005, uh, there was a report on One Up that it was canceled. <laughs> um, it's crazy. It's yeah, that's crazy. So um, sure, I wish they would have shown. Oh, I don't know, Bayonetta three. Um, some a word on the next Metroid Prime. Um, uh, I'm I'm kind of pissed about that Mario Party thing too. That 100 should have Party? been DLC for the game, uh, but instead it's a 60 dollar release. I'm gonna buy it because I want those boards and the old games, but. Uh, Actually, I take it back. The WarioWare. A new WarioWare? Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm not as much into like the... It seemed like you're just controlling a little stylus on the screen. I really liked the... The... What do you call it? Like the accelerometers in the Wiimote for the original WarioWare and like all of those games. I think they should have done more stuff like that with the Joy-Cons. I mean, they could have. They only showed what I assume is a fraction of that game, but... Mm-hmm. And like the the co op stuff seems neat, um, yeah. and the fact that you're you're like playing a character, um, mm-hmm. so like you have different like I don't know that power ups is the right word, but like different abilities, different ways to do the games, which is neat. Um, honestly, for me, it was it was Microsoft that that did it. I mean, they were the biggest one. They they didn't pull any punches. Um, virtually every single game that they showed. I was super into uh, they showed a little bit more of 12 minutes and we finally got like a date uh-huh. for that. 
Um, I'm actually really jazzed about that new Forza Horizon. I think uh, going to Mexico is a really fucking cool thing for them to do. Um, they finally showed Battlefield gameplay. Fuck yes. Uh, oh, that, yeah, that really, was good. I forgot really about that. Um, I will play that for like another week, like I did the, the last World War II one, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like this one will be a little a, a little better than the World War II ones. Like all the future tech stuff is more interesting to me than like historically accurate uh yeah. Yeah. guns and, 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 and battle. And the weather it changing everything around. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one thing Yeah, being able to get stuck in a tornado while you're wearing a wingsuit and just like fucking fly away is it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That's that would be that's gonna make some of those uh, you know shooting a plane with a rocket and then getting back into your plane like some of those yeah already had some insane kill cams and they're just setting it up for even more ridiculousness um i don't feel was the one that had a random chance to have a really cool uh reload yeah. animation right those were yeah, so fucking like one cool out of a hundred thousand will just be a random like <laughs> clip will come like over your hand. shoulder and hand it to you. yeah yeah um the one area i'm concerned about and, and again we've seen one gameplay thing um, there didn't seem to be a ton of destruction, like, like with the guns and shit. I mean, obviously a tornado ripping through shit, fuck some stuff up, but, um, yeah. like the last you know, battlefield game I played was for, do they have like, is it like siege where you can shoot through walls to kill people now? If not, I think it should be, but it's always kind of been that way. Um, it, it's not as granular as sieges. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember like you could topple whole buildings if you crashed a plane into it, but not like blowing down specific walls to shoot someone kind of thing. I mean, like interior walls are much more like solid, if that makes sense. I mean, they can still be destroyed, but it's mostly like explosive damage and not just like your bullets. Um, yeah. In siege, your bullets act almost like an explosive when they come in contact with a wall. Like not not quite it's, yeah it's like action movie, movie but, shooting a wall and not like uh-huh. yeah um but i mean they've always well not always but they've been about that destruction for quite some time and um i think the fact that they didn't show any of that like ground level destruction is yeah uh, slightly concerning but i i can't imagine that there's a world where they took that out like that just yeah there's no way in hell yeah that uh, especially like with the one power they're working with like tent poles that they have yeah and i mean i mean ea put the fucking frostbite engine in every fucking game like they they can't abandon that shit so i'm just waiting for like more stuff to come out um seems really cool they're not doing a single player campaign which is weird but also something i think needed to happen um, yeah, I didn't play any of the last ones, so yeah. I only got Battlefield for the multiplayer. I don't know anyone that plays the story modes of, I mean, Jordan probably does, I assume, uh, but plays the story mode of like Call of Duty or any of those. I mean, war shooters Duty games are much more worthwhile in their stories. Um, they they at least like take chances and do wild shit. Like, um, I think it was infinite warfare that had, uh, Kevin Spacey as like your bad guy, which, uh, obviously yeah, before. that's the press after pay respects one, right? Yeah, uh, no, I think that was before that, but anyway, they've done some cool shit. Um, and even like to the battlefield standpoint, um, four was <clears throat> like the last one I actually completed, I think. Um, and it was fine. Like it wasn't that same level. It was just like, Hey, here's, 
it reminded me of like a Michael Bay movie. It was like, here's your like yeah. bombastic shit. Whereas the Call of Duty stuff is more like weird sci-fi more often than not, you know, like a really yeah. Scott movie or something like that. Um, and, but even in battlefield five, your story mode was like four missions and they were like completely separate from each other. And it was like essentially just a tutorial for the game. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's probably a really smart choice for them to move away from this. Um, they have been making a lot of promises. It's like, Oh, we're going to build the story into the multiplayer. And I'm like, well, that like the first Titanfall did that. And I thought that that was kind of cool. Um, Maybe, you know, maybe they maybe they can make something cool with that. Uh, but there's also and this is like entirely speculation at this point. Um, they've announced two new like modes, um, one that has a name that I forget and one that still has like a redacted name. And a bunch of the rumors flying around are that that like redacted one is this sort of. It's not a battle royale. They're, they're claiming that they do not have a battle royale game in the or mode in this game which uh you know however you feel about that you feel about it um the the missing mode though rumors are circulating that it's kind of this amalgamation of like all battlefield games in a sort of in a way that like the master chief collection is in some sort of weird way um which sounds very ambitious and also like extremely nuts um but obviously, again, that's that's rumors like um, all the maps from it or like the actual like maps and guns and vehicles. And uh, I it's it's weird, like even hearing again, rumors, rumors, rumors. But um, just like hearing people mention it is like, this sounds fucking crazy, man. Like mm-hmm. if they have some way to incorporate like Battlefield Hardline, which is a game nobody played, but was actually like kind of I think okay. I played that for 15 minutes. That's like the cops and robbers one, right? <laughs> yeah the one that um i believe killed the uh next dead space game um or or something i think it was visceral studios was working on something and then they're like yep yeah, we're doing this cops and robbers ba- battlefield and cool <laughs> i Make bet they <laughs> are glad they made that decision yeah um but anyway that looks cool i'm very excited for more of that and um ea is ho- is having a thing in late july so hopefully we'll see that um i'm actually really fucking excited about halo infinite um the fucking speed of that game looks to have ramped up like a million miles an hour um, i'm excited for the multiplayer i don't know that i carry carry i don't know that i care about the the story mode but uh jacob what the multiplayer is free yeah i know yeah yeah that's what i'm saying that's I'm that's not- exciting well, that was- that was like me segueing into a story bit, a news bit. Um, yeah, the multiplayer is 100% free, which is awesome. Like that, that is really cool, especially for people who, again, don't play the single player or were super burned on the last two Halo stories because they were yeah. fucking bad. Um, and then obviously, if you have Game Pass, you get the the campaign there. But um, doing some really cool things with like their battle passes because, of course, they have a battle pass, but um, they're permanent. So it's no longer this, hey, you have three months to get whatever you want out of this and then you're done. Um, you can unlock them infinitely. Like you, you do not have a time limit. Um, I didn't know that. You can only level up one at a time. So like you're choosing which one to work on. But like if you buy one and then you're like, all right, I want, you know, these five things that are around the halfway point, And then nine months later, you're like, you know what? Maybe I do want this level 100 
armor or whatever, you can just start unlocking that again. Like it's very cool, very cool shit. Um, it seems like the big hook here, pun intended, is that they essentially have a hook mod. Um, so your master chief has like a, not really like a grappling hook per se, but like they showed I videos. I think it's fair to call it a grappling hook. I mean, it literally pulls you two things and pulls things to you, right? Yeah, like, um, is that what a grappling hook do? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in the real world sense, no, but um, <laughs> in a video game sense, absolutely. Um, think of it like the grappling hook in Just Cause or something. Um, it really fucking sold me when the dude, whoever was playing the, the dude or woman, um, fucking grappled a sniper rifle out of the air. I'm like, yeah. This, this is something special like this. Again, we go to the battlefield thing of like just crazy clips and stuff like that. Like that is going to make some really cool looking shit. It's going to be very fun. And uh, I'm also going to be forge mode still around in halo. I would assume that they better had, be. haven't killed that, but um, like it's, it's in the master chief collection. They, they put it in like the halo three version. Um, I'm pretty sure halo five had something similar at the very least. Um, I think they, they went in that direction rather than like the, um, what was it? Fire team, the like co-op thing. Mm. Um, and then they, they kind of like merged that into like this big kind of cool mode in halo five, but I'm pretty sure there's some sort of forge, but, um, it has been, uh, I could, I could see, I mean, some insane user created levels using that grappling hook for nutty shit. Uh, yeah. Like. Oh, here's a fucking yeah. like puzzle race thing and just yeah, like, exactly yeah go all out with that it's shit. It's time for the next grift ball. I mean, well, absolutely. Um, I fucking hate grift ball. Now it's <laughs> grift ball. Yeah, now it is grift ball. Um the like creation stuff sort of became Halo's identity after Halo 3. So again, like the destruction battlefield, I can't imagine that they're going away from that. Um yeah. again to Matt's point with the the power that they're working with these days in these, these consoles and, you know, um, Halo will be on PC battlefield will be on PC. So, um, very, very cool shit. I'm sad that Microsoft didn't say anything about state of decay three. Cause I think those games are good. Um, some cool indie games were shown. Did any of you see that wolf stride that I put in the, the game channel? That mecha looking thing. Is that what, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool looking. The um, art style, art style, art style was pretty cool looking. Yeah, the uh, there's a demo on Steam. It's called Wolf Stride, and it's it's like a mech fighting game, um, but it's turn based like card style combat um, where you're you're on like a two D field that has um, I don't know six or seven like spaces, and you each start at one end of that quote unquote board. And you have to, you know, using your your attacks, they have like a range. So, you know, for a standard punch, you got to get within two spaces um, for like a, a rifle shot. You can hit uh, spaces three and four. So depending on how far away you are. Um, and then it has like this deadlocked mechanic. So like if you get cornered or if you corner your opponent, you do like bonus damage and shit like it's it's actually really cool. But it was 100 percent the art style that sold me this fucking hyper stylized black and white mech mm, game that, that has, looks like, like a manga yeah yeah it just looks real fucking good and the animations are really really good um the only thing i think is that kind of a bummer. great 
it's very cool i think the the demo is still on steam i would recommend um you guys check that out because i think you would at the very least fucking love the art style um the only disappointment i have and again demo not final version um the the fights can be pretty long and the music is not like it's not bad it just doesn't loop very well so you're Oh, it can definitely grate on you a little bit after, oh. <laughs> you know, five minutes in the same fight or something. Um, that looks cool. Um, Phantom Abyss. Any, any of you guys see that one? Mm-mm. It's uh, so I played a little bit of it. It's already out on Steam uh, for 20 bucks. Oh, um, yeah. It's like the Temple Run game, right? Yeah. It's like Legends of the Hidden Temple, Temple kind of um, first person Spelunky ish. Um, I'm just going to take a few moments and talk about this real quick since I did play a fair amount of it and I really fucking enjoy it. Um, it's a, a roguelike first person game where you are exploring temples looking for relics and it is procedurally generated in the coolest way. I think I could possibly even imagine. Um, everybody is working on the same procedurally generated temple. So, um, while it is, it is not a like hand fabricated temple um it's the same for everyone you know what i mean it's not you know in spelunky your run is your run and that's your map and whatever um everybody's working on the same map the only time that that changes is when somebody completes that temple and gets the relic only one it, it keeps telling you in the loading screens only one person in the world will complete each particular temple as soon as one person beats it it changes and now i don't know how this works in a um so it's got like different levels you know um it shows you on the map and it's like okay it's kind of circular once you complete the first area and go through the first door it's like okay you can kind of see where the cogs could turn and your your route could change you know that would be where your um your different layouts would come from but I, I don't, and I don't know if they've said, I'm imagining a situation where I think it's like level four or five is where the, the relic generally is. What if you are on that level and somebody collects the relic, you know, in real time while you're there? Like, how, how does that change? What does that do? That's, I, I wonder, like, if you're claiming that only one person can do this, what if you're both like right there at the same time? So do you um, get like booted and have to do another one or like will it just change i mean i can see i can see a world where you know in that hyper specific instance um you do you essentially have beaten it but you don't have the relic you know Um, yeah because if you die on a run you lose all of your loot like everything except for these um well actually no you lose everything um the only way you can get like upgrades and stuff is to collect these keys and actually finish a run um alternatively if you die you can uh send the run code to a friend and if the friend beats that temple you will get your loot back oh shit oh it's really fucking neat um all the while you're you're running through and you're seeing um ghosts like um almost like um yeah like dark soul shadows yeah and those are constantly there and they are only people who have died in that temple 
Um, so it's it's not live. Oh, players. I thought it was. Oh. I thought it was who we were running against. Yeah. Like, nope. It is. It is just people who've died. So you can use it like a Dark Souls and be like, okay, this trap is up here, and this fucked the, these three people up. So maybe I should, you know, be a little more careful. That sort of stuff. Um, essentially, the main antagonist of this game are the traps. Um, <laughs> however, once you get to the second level, there is some sort of entity and i think there's like five different ones or so that will show Full up Mac? And, uh, they, they kind of act like the ghosts in spelunky when you take too long and the ghost shows up and like chases you out um so not only are you running through these te- like the first time you run through a temple or the first level of the temple i should say it's like okay there's not really much time pressure here um all the people you're seeing are dead. So it's not like you're racing against them or anything. And then you get to the second level and this thing st- shows up and starts trying to kill you. And you're like, okay, I see where the time thing comes from. I see. I need to get the fuck out of here before I die. Um, it's really fucking neat, man. And I'm assuming very not early access. Well, actually, yeah, you can buy it. So I think it is early access, but um, I can see them going a lot of really cool places with this game. So, Phantom Abyss showed off and released since the last time we spoke. Um, How much is it? A uh, twenty bucks. Okay, cool. Twenty bucks. Um, so that sounds like about, about as much as I would pay for that game. Yeah, I think it's totally worth it. A um, lot of really good twenty dollars games floating around right now. I I don't know if I said it when I was talking about that Mario Party release earlier, but I I feel like that definitely should have been a forty dollar release, but. Nintendo don't do that shit. So, (laughs) but Nintendo. Yeah. Um, and the only like real surprise through this whole thing. And then if no one else has anything, we can just move on. Um, outer wilds Two, no outer worlds Two. Oh yeah. Coming from absolutely no work done on it. Besides the title. I don't know why they would have, but they, I mean, I think it's just (laughs) to tell people, Hey, obsidian is not working on new Vegas two right now. (laughs) obsidian is making a game it is a sequel to the outer worlds and like you know sure i think uh there is plenty of room for a sequel to that game to be much better than that first game was um so why not but it would have been really fucking cool if they had dropped i thought they were going to do it for a second when they they were talking about uh fall 76 and Like, hey, here's all the cool shit that's coming. And I'm like, oh, this looks neat. And then they kind of cut to a different trailer. And I'm like, okay, this looks fucking weird. Okay, this is Fallout. All right, I see a pit boy there. And I really (laughs) thought they were going to tease that shit. Like, it looked like it's so hard. And then I was kind of let down because it's just um, a a The Pit expansion for 76, which... Sure. Um, um, I'm excited for that because The Pit was fucking dope as shit. Yeah. I am, I'm excited for that, but not as excited as I would have been if it had said Fallout New Vegas 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's very fucking true. <laughs> and, and I thought that that was happening. Um, almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter. Almost. And, and <laughs> New Vegas would be within driving distance. Um, <laughs> anyone else see anything that they wanted to shout out real quick? I mean, uh, Yeah, I know y'all are hyped for that Super Monkey Ball release. Uh, no, so whenever that's coming out, I don't really give a shit about Super Monkey. I never have, to be honest with you. Um, I I have fond memories of playing it a lot as a kid on my GameCube, but I know it's like an ass game. Yeah, I think they 
uh, broke Super Super Monkey Ball at some point, and um, I hope that this is them trying to fix it by returning it to what made it at least a decent game back on the GameCube. Because that one was fine. The rest of them, not as much. They're like, no, you can just fall off this fucking track. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ton of shit we didn't mention, but it was the most long lackluster, lackluster uh, fucking thing. Oh, yeah. All we told. did get a star whatever. What's that fucking... Oh, Starfield? Starfield, thank you. God, I was having trouble remembering the fucking name. We yeah, got a we, release date. We got... Yay. Uh, we did get a release date. What is that? Uh, March? January? 11-11-22. No, <laughs> so, so Microsoft is making Bethesda not be Bethesda and announce shit three months before it launches anymore, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like that they did that. Like, it was kind of nice that it was like, oh, I only got to wait three fucking months. Or like, like when they announced Fallout 4, wasn't it? Where did they announce Fallout 4? Was that at E3 and then it came out in like October? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was fucking nuts. I think it was like September when it came out. So it was even closer. It It may have been even sooner. It was very quick. Real quick. Um, I remember when they announced 4, they were like, guess what? Fallout shelters out right fucking now. So go ahead and get some of that while you wait one month for Fallout 4 to come out. Yeah. Download this fucking thing that's actually not terrible and wait for Fallout 4. Which yeah. Is, it was actually like shit out of shelter. Yeah. Um, provided yeah, some did, good entertainment. They did the same thing with 76 too. That was a pretty mm. quick, um, you know, for better or for worse. Uh, but I mean, they did it to themselves, right? They announced Starfield way, way too early. And the only reason they announced Elder Scrolls Six is because they didn't want people to fucking get pissed off at the fact that they were making Starfield and not a, a new IP. And so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it it's gonna be a rough year for them, I'm assuming. But as long as they hit that date next year, and the game is good, we still don't know anything about it other than it's set in space. And, there and was it's a apparently a Han Solo simulator. So I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm okay I mean, with that. It, look, it looks like a a more realistic looking No Man's Sky in a way. Um, yeah, but, they're like, we're creating a new genre and calling it NASA punk. I was like, fuck yeah, this looks dope. I'm down with it. But is it a strand game? Oh, um, God. Speaking of strand games. <laughs> oh, God. I, look, <laughs> I need I need to find out more information on this. Um, there was a big reveal. I'll call it a big reveal. I think it was Summer Game Fest because uh, Sony mm-hmm. did not really do anything for E3. Um, Death Stranding Director's Cut, which, you know, you you hear those words and you think, oh, it's a PS5 version of Death Stranding. Duh. Um, which it, all indications are yes. But also they showed this fucking trailer, which is the most <laughs> yeah. thing ever. And look, all I'm saying is Kojima and Konami are now following each other on Twitter again. Um, it, it was the most fucking Metal Gear thing Kojima has, has done since Metal Gear. Um, there was a group of soldiers in a fucking like open warehouse, clearly cluing you in on the fact that this is a stealth sequence snake. Um there was literally Metal Gear Solid 2 music playing, which how the fuck do you do that without Konami's blessing? Um, <laughs> either legally or like, 
you know, morally and people in Japan, definitely, um, a lot more sensitive to that sort of thing culturally. Um, uh, Sam, Sam, it's Sam, right? Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he looks at a grate in the ground as a solid snake might crawl through. Um, a rat runs into it, as you might see in a grate in a Metal Gear Solid game. He picks up a box and tries to get in it like a solid snake. Um, all this shit that seemed to be like just played for laughs, but it it's like he's bringing Metal Gear into Death Stranding, and that is the most exciting thing you could possibly do to that game for me. Um, I, I, I yeah, I'll play it again. I'll buy it on PC and play it again if it's like an upgrade for it. The the and no official words here, but um, there are indications uh, by this trailer and and otherwise that it is going to actually give you like stealth mechanics. And if you can play that game like a Metal Gear game, you've done it. Like you've you've just fucking done it. Like thank you for finally making that game worthwhile. Um, <laughs> not that it was terrible. I just it just. It wasn't Metal Gear. It was a you know, weird and, game, man. It was yeah. a weird game. And Princess Beach. I'm surprised. <laughs> yep. I'm surprised you have so much good to say about it. Beach. Well, I spent 80 hours building roads and never actually finished it. So, uh, yeah, it was a weird fucking it game. It was a cool concept, and it was a way for Kojima to get all his friends into the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, a lot of cool shit. Um, really excited again for the um, EA Play, July 22nd, I believe. Um, supposedly, Sony is going to have a thing here relatively soon. Um, and I should also mention that that, out of war. that untitled horror game that was on Twitter and said, hey, we're going to get revealed at E3, I don't think that that ever happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> I checked the the Twitter like two days after E3 officially ended, and it was just like coming soon. See at E3. No, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think you will. I don't think you will. Just like that abandoned game that is never um, going to come out either. Uh, but that's a whole other can of worms. Let's move on. It's been two weeks, Jacob. What have you done other than work? I, I wish I'd fucking done uh, anything cool. Done. I'm going to stop playing Overwatch real quick. You went to a movie theater. <laughs> I did go to a movie theater. Yeah. Holy the shit. What? Errol uh, and I went and saw Quiet Place 2. Uh, was it quiet? Luckily. So we walked in and there was a group of kids in front of us. Uh, now looking back, they're all under 13. So I don't really know how they got in. Uh, you Luckily, they like no one cared. For, for the most part, they were quiet. When I walked in, I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to be fucking pissed." But there was only like one time I heard a kid whisper kind of loud. But there was this one kid that kept getting up and like walking past us to go out. Uh, and the first time I was like, "Oh my god, here we fucking go!" Uh, and then the kid walks back, and uh, Ariline knows he has a hearing aid. And then we we're like, "Oh, oh shit!" Like, "Oh, kind of cool." He's watching Quiet Place. Souls, uh, you are. <laughs> I was a little high, but uh, it was it was fun. I liked it a whole lot. I unexpected, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked um, the 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 flashback shots that they showed of like when it all first happened. That uh, opening scene was fucking beautiful. Yeah the the <laughs> the meteor like burning through the sky. Uh, I had that thought like I don't know what the 
fuck I would do if I was in that situation. Like, you know, they're all just at their baseball game and this thing is just burning through the sky and crashes down. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. So there was only one plot hole and it's not necessarily in this movie. It's more in the universe that kind of drove me crazy is they show, uh, you know, in the first movie or in one of the flashbacks, uh, a newspaper that says like, it's sound like letting people know that that's what, what tips off the, the aliens. Uh, but it seemed like from this one that the meteor shows up and then immediately the aliens are there to fuck you up. So, uh, I don't know that people are still going to be printing newspapers like weeks out from this alien attack. Uh, well, uh, the, the impression that I got, I mean, and we don't know, was it, was it one centralized meteor or was it a ton? Right. So like, well, I assume it was a ton because the movie starts with an explosion in China, which I assume was one of the meteors hitting there. Sure. And then uh, it happening wherever this one takes place. Yeah, I mean, it is like a middle of fucking nowhere town. So it's it would be kind of a weird place for like a single centralized thing to take over the world or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. um, we don't really get a sense of like it shows you what the beginning was like for uh the krasinski family i'm gonna go ahead (laughs) um but uh i can see i can see a situation where like there are parts of the world that aren't affected and so they're continuing a pseudo normal life and then it's like oh if they show up here it's sound right yeah Yeah, Uh something like that but um uh killian murphy was great though uh yes i'll i'll watch anything with him uh, absolutely especially yeah, i mean all in all is great they show a lot more of the the creatures which i love because the design of them is fantastic mm-hmm. uh they yeah they they can no longer do that thing where it's like oh what do they look like you know they yeah. they they burned that in the first one and well i really like that about the first one that you know that especially with it being a full cg character they could have showed it in every single shot but that most of the time it's a flash or something like that and you don't really see it until the end when it's like listening around yeah well that was one of my favorite parts of that movie was not only did it it let you imagine for a long time um it then showed you which is something that is uh not advised in most cases but it it pulled it off because they look so fucking cool and so fucked up and it actually like kind of blew my imagination out of the water you know yeah um i yes i would recommend the second movie to anyone who likes the first like oh also i i didn't realize uh ariel and i were like halfway through the movie and she's like why the fuck does the sun look so familiar and i i looked it up after and i don't know if you guys ever watched honey boy uh but he plays young shia labeouf in that movie so that that was kind of interesting once i realized that what else is he i mean this is he doesn't have a ton of stuff he was in that wonder movie about the the kid with the deformity it was Uh, like based on some some young adult book not he doesn't have a huge filmography obviously the kid's like 12 but yeah he does a good job though yeah no yeah i liked him a lot i spent half the movie thinking that that was the the kid from stranger things uh, the, uh, the one with the teeth, you know, the one I'm talking about. Yeah. 
like he he looks enough like him that I was like, is it that kid? No, um, because I'm. It's the same kid from the first one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I also was very. It had been so long since I saw the first A Quiet Place. Um, I'm pretty sure I only saw it in theaters and never again after that. Um, Ariel, like, Ariel and I actually watched it. Uh, rewatched it like the day before we went, so it was nice to have that fresh in our minds. So also, you were it's, not very confused by the fact that they had three kids. <laughs> I was like, no, Why are there three of them. There's only two. Oh, yeah. right, because she's fucking pregnant in the first one. Yeah. Uh, well, she's pregnant, My and then the, their youngest child dies, like pretty early on into the movie, in a very fucked up way, um, which I had completely forgotten about. <laughs> Which makes me a bad person. Uh, what else? <laughs> uh, Ariel and I uh, finished listening to the Dune audiobook recently. Oh, so, of course, that meant we had to go back and watch the oh, 70s God. classics starring Kyle McLaughlin and Sir Patrick Stewart. Um, it, I also watched the Patrick Stewart movie this week. It's fun. Uh, it's interesting to see the takes on the book. Uh, you know, there's some stuff in there that's not in the books at all obviously uh got me real hyped for real dune i'm gonna call it real dune if that movie ever fucking comes out because they just pushed it back another three weeks uh yeah but that's nothing but, the I'm things, that's fucking nothing um <laughs> while it is still fresh in your mind have you ever seen yodorowsky's dune no, I, I actually I want to watch it now that we've finished the book and seen the uh, D- David Lynch, I think, directed Dune, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah there's some crazy oh, shit. Like, I'm not remembering Matt took his headphones off, so he can't uh, answer my questions. I might as well not even ask it. Because okay. I assume that Tra- I know Trace hasn't seen Dune and Jordan, you're not going to know any of the questions about the book that I have. So, no, no absolutely I not it from the podcast. I would, I would a thousand and ten percent recommend Yodorowsky's Dune um, to pretty much anyone because uh, Alejandro Yodorowsky is a fucking nutcase. Um, and yeah, that's that's just a documentary about him making the movie, right? It's not actually he was going uh, to make the movie, and it never it never materialized. Um, but yeah, from from the man who made the Holy Mountain to make Dune would have been fucking nuts. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh God! Um, and it now this is just some like weird trivia. Um, have you seen El Topo, Jacob? I don't think so. It's it's about essentially about two people uh, wandering through the desert, and if memory serves me correctly, uh, one of them has no arms and the other one has no legs. Um, so they make a perfect team. <laughs> I am about ninety percent certain that. Um, oh God! What's the John Lennon. I'm about 90% certain John Lennon said that that was his favorite movie of all time, which is the reason wow. I watched it. I'm posting <laughs> a picture of this in cast chat so uh, Trace and Matt can look it up. It's fucking gloriously weird. Anyway, um, I recommend watching that while all the Dune is fresh in your mind so you can <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. You can envision what that movie would have looked like. Um, you get up to anything else of note? Uh, uh, we watched Luca on Disney Plus Ooh, since yeah, that Luca. one uh, didn't have premiere access. Yeah, uh, Kendra watched I, it. I, she I said it was lot. cute. I, yeah, having watched Raya recently, which was their uh premium access one until Cruella came out, uh, 
I liked Luca way more. I'm surprised that that was the free one and Rhea was the one they were having people pay for. Um, super cute. The oh, no. story's fun. Who doesn't like who doesn't like sea monsters? That's it's a fun time. I, I I recommend it if you're just looking for something lighthearted to toss on while you're doing stuff around the house or something like that. Yeah, especially since it's not. I I I'm sorry. What was the premium one? Raya? Uh, Raya, the last dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I did not hear awesome things about that. Um, so you're right. That it is. Was fine, but it, it wasn't like, a you know, you, you hold Disney and Pixar animated movies kind of do a, a different caliber. And this one didn't really, Dude. didn't really hit it. I think we might've talked about that movie last time. And I was kind of wondering out loud whether that was even like a proper Pixar movie because. Oh yeah. Maybe Lyle watched it. Um, but yeah, it didn't seem. It didn't seem like um, soul caliber of Pixar, <laughs> which fucking love that movie. Boo. What? I'm booing you for your soul caliber pun. Oh, I did not make that pun intentionally. But thank, <laughs> you, thank you. I appreciate it. Poo poo on you. Uh, um, other than that, I've been I've been watching Dave. Dave's been a fucking wild ride these these first three episodes, man. <laughs> the last Yo. Jesus Christ. Uh they're they're simultaneously stepping their game up, but also just like not doing the same stuff that I really liked about the first season. Um most of the story they're telling right now is just like it's almost like an anthology shit. Like they spent so much of the the third episode on on Chuck and Chuck that like (laughs) not much actually came from that, you know? Yeah. And and the poop in the trash can and that that sort of shit, but very very fucking funny. Um, I I hadn't really thought about it until watching the season, and it's all about you know Dave struggling to to write an album that he needs to release, but he's only released one studio album. One he's released album. you know a couple of singles on YouTube, uh, that shitty one with Chris Brown, and then that shitty like yeah. we'll save the world one. Uh, yeah, both of those not awesome, but. Um, I, you know, it's, I know it's kind of it. interesting that I, I, I assume he's, you know, <laughs> writing about his current struggles with writing music. I, it's well, I mean, interesting. I honestly think he had those troubles for a long ass time making that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, but yeah, I know I said it during the first season, but I just I really feel like he's ramping up to finally release his second album. And that would be awesome. I, hope so. I mean, I, I really like Lil Dicky. There were some fucking banger tracks in that first season, man. And like yeah. most of them were not complete. You know, it was just like, here's a snippet for the episode or whatever. But oh, I would have loved that like freestyle at the end of that season. Jesus Christ, that was great. Yeah. Any more little dicky in my life. I'm I'm surprised how how serious the show is also. Like I was telling Trace the other day, I'll be equal parts. It was before I watched episode three and, you know, watched Dave rub his balls all over Benny Blanco. Uh, But I was going to say I was equally parts pissed and impressed if Dave is just like not a comedy from this point forward. It's just a straight kind of like slice of life drama. Uh, I'd still watch it because I think the end of the first or the end of the third episode, like they start to try and like get real and like get back to like some first season storylines. Well, no, even with like when Dave had that chick over at the at the house and he was trying to do the auto tune thing with her that like 
he had done with Allie in the first season was just like trying to make that connection and she wasn't wasn't she getting it at all. That was like super yeah. sad. Yeah. Uh, that episode got me because of the ants and I, I am once again besieged by ants as, as because it is summer again. Um, that, <laughs> that was a, a nice treat for me. Um, but no, I mean, I think I think most shows that are comedies work especially well when they have those like heartfelt moments. Yeah, um, that's I mean, I think that's why people love Scrubs is because at the end of every episode, it's like this. I don't want to say like life lesson, but it, it like comes down to earth. Um, that's one yeah. of the reasons that How I Met Your Mother is like my favorite show, uh, because they have so many of those like genuinely touching moments that work in the middle of a comedy. Um, and because Marshall is the best written character. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and when those skittles fall out of his jacket, I die every single fucking time. Um, and when Marshall and Lily break up, I cry every time. Like, you know, Marshall's dad dies. Jesus. Yep. Fucking kill me. Um, but where the fuck was I go? Oh, the, the Gata episode in the first season was like the best one that they had because it, yeah, had that comedy and also had this like very real, very touching story. And, um, I'm wondering if they didn't see that and were like, you know what? Yeah. We need to like lean more into this angle. Um, yeah, they haven't hit that, that level of high yet. I also don't think they've hit the comedy high of the first season just yet, but oh yeah, not at all. It's, it still is, is very good. Like probably my favorite currently running comedy. I, I don't, I don't know that I could even think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not like animated, of course. Ooh, I've been watching Lego masters. The season's super hype. Uh, my boys, Zach and Wayne are going to fucking take it. Uh, all right, Zach and Wayne, let's go. Yep. The other, um, the other drink that trace is about to make <laughs> Zach and Wayne, Zach and Wayne. I like to make up, uh, like fake backstories for the contestants. Uh, so there's like a, a pair of brothers and one of them definitely looks like he would be a school shooter. Uh, and they also constantly come in second place. So that brother looks extra pissed all the time. Uh, and then there's like a brother and sister team that have some weird sexual energy between them. And I'm pretty sure they're fucking on the side. Uh, what is but, this shooter's backstory? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get stopped and, and now he makes Legos instead? Yes. Um, yeah. He's, he's reformed. Do they not have backstories? They're not like, Hey, I'm, I'm, uh, they have like they have really flat ones like there's one team that's the married couple because they're married it's not like uh, fucking special the only fucking there's like a couple of guys that are engineers so they wear lab coats every episode uh that's the kind of of basic stuff like that uh the show's great though i mean the the builds are super fun and i i enjoy watching competition shows where everyone is just impressed by what everyone else is doing uh it's 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 the sort of thing that makes the Great British Bake Off fucking awesome, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I and mean, everyone is like genuinely excited for everyone else to ex- succeed. Um, and it's still Will Arnett, right? Yep. Well, then you can't you can't not like it. <laughs> As a human, you have to like it. <laughs> fucking cool. Um, I know Matt's not back. I was trying to stall. Uh, did you watch Loki? Oh yeah, I have been watching Loki. I'm. I'm into it. I, I probably said it on the show already. I, I wasn't super into it after the first episode, but the uh, episode two and three are fantastic. Yeah. I've heard nothing but praise about the last two episodes. I have not seen a single second of it. Um, 
What episode is- one kind of felt like an Avengers and like Loki's backstory recap that I guess you would need if you aren't into Marvel shit, but why are you watching Loki? Like that's not going to be your first foray into the, the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think they still need to cater to that crowd in some way. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, they did that really well with like WandaVision, right? Like as fucking weird and, and strange as that show was, especially in the beginning, they, they set up that backstory in a very elegant way. Um, but like, what, what is the show? Is it just like, Loki's uh, hijinks or <laughs> so it takes place immediately after uh Infinity War when they go back in time to get the Tesseract and then Loki like steals them and vanishes. That creates a a branch, a branching reality. Uh and then the the TVA, the time variance authority, the essentially the time cops show up and they're like, Hey, you're fucking up the timeline, you're in, you're you're under arrest, you're coming with us. Uh, and then uh, Owen Wilson shows up and he's like, wow, Loki. Hey, uh, <laughs> <Wow>. and <laughs> uh, he teams up with Loki because there is a they call them variants, which is essentially like alternate reality versions of people. There's a Loki variant out there who's killing uh, killing TVA agents uh, and have some plot. And then so. It's essentially Loki and Owen Wilson team up against maybe another Loki. I like how Owen Wilson isn't playing a character. <laughs> <laughs> it's Loki and Owen Wilson. He, he really isn't. Like he he has a mustache. <laughs> it I think it's it's funny. Um A, sorry if there was an echo coming through that entire time. I feel awful. Um B I think it's funny that both Luke and Owen Wilson are in comic book TV shows and Owen Wilson clearly won because he's got the Marvel show. What's Luke Wilson in? Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, is that show still on TV? Titan? No, he's not in Titans. Um, Yes, I think. They're they're pulling some stuff from Loki from like the actual uh, Loki comic runs, which is kind of cool. Uh, or, you know, some, some characters and stuff like that. I'm not super well versed in, uh, that aspect of, of Marvel lore, but I've picked up on a few names and stuff that it's neat to see that, you know, they're pulling some kind of deep cuts, deeper cuts. Quick correction. Luke Wilson is in star girl. <laughs> so even star girl's dad, he, he is striped which I'm assuming is a superhero of some sort <laughs> stripe, <laughs> but, um, he leaves a skid mark on every pair of underwear he wears. Yo, don't disrespect Luke Wilson like that. Uh, yeah. I guess Owen will, or what did Luke Wilson do to fucking command my respect? Old school. Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. Whatever. Bottle rocket. All right, so since Matt's, Matt's still away, I will... Um, not terrible in vacancy, and that's the last thing I'll say about Luke Wilson. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> yeah, we're done talking about Luke Wilson. I'm hitting... I'm, I'm pulling the emergency break on Luke Wilson. Anime hour, let's go! All right. Anime hour's so, over, all right. 
No, I actually, so we we're caught up on my hero. Unfortunately, the episodes that are currently airing are only subbed and we're kind of bound to dubs for this show because we started watching dubs. Come on. It's it's tough. We're used to the VAs, dude. The American one, this is, it's a good dub. Like it's worth listening to. There's somewhere it's complete ass and like, you're better off just reading subs. Yeah. The American voice actors are good. I'm totally kidding. I will never watch Dragon Ball Z unless it is dubbed because they're fucking great. I thought you were going to say I'll never watch anime. No, I've watched anime. The subbed Dragon Ball Z. Goku is... Name 15 animes, Jordan. Huh? Name every fucking anime. Name 15 anime. Okay, Dragon Ball Z, right? Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball GT. (laughs) Dragon Uh, Ball Kai? Yeah, I was going to say you're forgetting one. No, Kai doesn't count. Fuck Kai. Uh, There's obviously One Piece and the Narudos of the world. Um, I'm a big fan of Cowboy Bebop and Akira. Does Akira count? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. What about Green Naruto? Um, Berserk. I love Berserk, and Trace still hasn't seen it yet. Uh, yeah, I know. Attack on I heard Berserk. Trace, you haven't seen it yet? <laughs> Go watch it right now. <laughs> um, Man, but Record of Ragnarok on Netflix looks so fucking cool. Go watch Berserk. God damn it. Go watch Berserk, dude. Honestly. Does Netflix have the, the good Berserk, or do they only have the shitty CG? They've got Netflix. the OVAs, and I don't even think they have that shitty CG season, but yeah, go watch like the original 97. There was that covers the same shit as the OVAs. And and Matt, you might know this. There was some sort of like director's cut or something of Berserk that for a while you could only get in the DVD set. Do you know anything about that? I have no Do you know anything about a director's about butt. I, well, yeah, I know plenty about a director's butt. Let me tell you about Harvey Weinstein. It is yeah, big. I'm not a director, but you know, I'm sitting on it. <laughs> yep, I've named all the 15 animes. All right. Well, um, yeah, we're caught up on my hero. I, I don't know if we'll switch to watching the sub just to keep watching because I really fucking like that show. Like I've, I think I've rewatched it like maybe three or four times now. And it's so fucking good every damn time. Like, I don't know what it is about that show, but it's just fun. What's the, um, um, like, what's the, the situation there? Do they, this particular, some of them come out weekly and and then like a week later they'll do the dubs right or, or am i wrong yeah this one i'm surprised they're not having dubs come out like very quickly after the way attack on titan was airing in its last season but this one doesn't i don't know why i think crunchyroll's a little slow and that's what we watch on or it, we watch on hulu and i think crunchyroll is also a little slow to get dubs out okay oh, but otherwise Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to completely shift gears, so if you're going to have anything about anime or anything... Oh, not anime, but did anyone watch that first episode of uh, Rick and Morty? Yes, I did. That was Negative. fantastic. Good. I liked it. It, fe- it felt like old Rick and Morty, if that makes sense. Are you trying to say new Rick and Morty isn't good? Because I That fucking... last season was not great, in my opinion. Let me tell you about cum gutters, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will not stand for any other opinions. You're pro cum gutters, Jordan. Can I get you to say that on uh I, I am pro cum cameras? gutters. I am 100% pro <laughs> the cummiest of gutters. <laughs> I will just think about that moment in that episode and laugh very hard. Um, the weird <laughs> dragon thing. I did not like the dragon episode so much, but yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god. Uh, I do have something anime related actually. So if if that is the thing I came back to, then I will just put it here. Well, yeah, and, I was uh, just talking about the because I've been on a fucking anime terror, and I think currently we're looking at starting um, Berserk, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Except for we have to be we have to tread cautiously because somebody advised Kendra that there is uh, a little bit of uh, dog harming in JoJo's. Oh, I I can never get into JoJo's. It's yeah, I tried. It's just it's that's weird. some like that's some, like that's some new weeb shit. Uh, yeah, gotcha. I guess also, have you guys seen weeb, the fucking? You might like it, but I might be into it. Um, have you guys seen the fucking trailer for Return to Ragnarok or Record of Ragnarok? Yeah, is that like a Record of Lotus War thing? Like the old old school D and D animes? It's is an like it's an old or it's a manga where gods versus men and they can try and I think they're like trying to prevent like eradicating mankind or some shit like that. No, wipe Um, us out, daddy. Where it's like a where it's like a tournament (laughs) it's like a tournament style manga with you know like shit like that. I really want to watch it. It's like twelve episodes. Well shit, that's pretty short. That's not too bad. Yeah, and it sounds I mean sounds reasonably fun. Uh, I made the mistake of looking at or like trying to search for the trailer on YouTube and it's just a bunch of angry weebs being like why you should never watch record of Ragnarok and I'm like dude it's a one season 12 episode series like if I watch it and I don't enjoy it I'm not going to say I never should have watched this like it's yeah, not it's that like it, 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 it's fucking five hours out of my life it's okay and they're like the thing that made this truly unbearable was the animation and I'm like I've very rarely had animation ruin a show for me. If uh, everything else about it is the good. Latest Berserk, I can't have animation ruin a show for me after oh. watching that. It can't get any worse. Well, I just said <laughs> a new you might like three anime. I don't. Look, that Pacific Rim show was actually pretty damn good. It was, that was actually really good, yes. That was that was done well for 3D anime. Yes. Matt, hey. I have not talked about the Ava rebuilds with you on the show. Oh, that's God, a, I, I think that is how long it's been since we've both been on here. Yeah. I haven't watched those in like ten years. What the last one I watched was the second one. Because so I haven't we I haven't watched the third one yet. But the okay, second yeah, one, the third one's just came it's out where the whole there like some character some characters get fucking sw- switch switched around. Yeah. And it's kind of fucking wacky. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, I guess old spoilers incoming because I don't think anyone here's terribly worried about it. Uh, no. Asuka, Asuka ends up being the pilot of Ava 3. Mm-hmm. Which is so fucking weird. <laughs> because the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, when is Asuka going to come in with Ava 2? And then I'm like, Ava 2 is a, a brand new character. What? <laughs> what indeed? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> so, what I ask you. However, I'm going to go ahead and say I think I like the rebuilds better than the series, but also I could not have enjoyed the rebuilds more than the series if I didn't watch the series. Watch first. Them. So, it's yeah. it you have to have the the, the background of everybody to where you can take the rapid fire I'm gonna say uh, yeah, it's it's sweet and condensed Ava the, is what the rebuilds are. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's great. More true to the to the manga, if I remember correctly. 
If I if I were to break it into layman's terms, it is Ava Kai. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is Ava Kai. <laughs> so this comes at no surprise, considering I am the uh, probably heaviest person on the podcast, and I am also currently eating pretzel bites. But I've watched almost nothing but food shows other than that. Ooh, did you watch Chop Four Twenty yet? Uh, we've not watched Chop Four Twenty. Ah. Have you? Yeah, I watched a. I think we've watched right. three episodes, maybe. All right, we'll get on it. It's, but, it's um, fun. Ron Funches is a good fun host. Fucking uh, yeah, no shit. Like you can't put Ron Funches on a show and it's bad. Yeah, that means. Uh, I mean, there's that diarrhea slide one. Uh, I feel like that was. Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Do you think Ron had the squirts? I bet he's the one that gave everyone Giardia. Wasn't that the, the fucking? Uh, that's the one with Bobby Moynihan, right? What? Oh yeah, yeah. He was hosting and, with Bobby Moynihan, and they, they did like a somebody did an article. I saw it on Twitter. On yeah, uh, the whole there was like a huge outbreak of this fucking of Giardia that it, I mean, it really it not only but mostly occurs on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. But somehow this it fucking spread throughout the cast and crew before like. I've heard of it as the cruise disease or like the cruise sickness. So yeah, it's just wild that it, it just spread and they had to cancel fucking shooting because everyone had diarrhea so bad. Oh my God. So some, some article that was posted about it and had a picture of, of uh, Ron Funches and Bobby Moynihan. Cause they're, you know, the two involved and the two pictures they used were fucking hilarious, man. And, and, Ron had tweeted something like, why does it make it look like I'm responsible and Bobby Moynihan is <laughs> fucking uh, the guy in charge of cleanup or something like it was fucking hilarious as hell. And that was how I learned that this thing happened. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to fly through the, the, the food shows that I watch. Um, I talked about high on the hog. I cannot recommend that show enough to anybody. Just like the, the historical look of how something as simple as macaroni and cheese fucking stemmed from slavery. Wait, wait, what's this one like, about? That actually sounds... Um, High on the Hog, How African-American Cuisine Transformed America. It's a series on Netflix where they talk about, like, they talk about, like, the roots of, like, like West African cooking, and then uh, they talk about two of the chefs that um, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson had that they sent to France to be like trained chefs, but they were still slaves. And one of them ended up training his brother on everything that he knew in exchange for his freedom from Thomas Jefferson. But like like these two, these two chefs were very well known and highly praised for their, for their cooking. Because I mean, obviously they were cooking for presidents and people that were, you know, there were, powerful white men eating their food and they they love the food and so it became it just goes to show you how you know systemic racism is in every fucking everything but it was it's a really it's a really 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 good series and i think it's like four or five episodes it's quick I mean, they got some history with my food show, so that's like my favorite YouTube channel at the moment. So I will definitely right on watch that. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. I I mean, I I think I cried definitely in the first episode, p- potentially in the second episode, but I definitely cried in the first episode. Oh God! 
Very good. Yeah, he like goes to he goes to a place in West Africa where like this road was like where people walked to go get on boats to be sold into slavery in America. Dope. And he like got to Yeah, it's so cool, man. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> Americans are so good. So awesome. Always have been, always will be. Yeah. Oh, I'm just glad that we learned how to treat black people in society. Oh, for sure. Yeah, thank I'm just white. glad that I'm just glad Literally, that it's fixed. Thank Christ. <laughs> thank white Christ. Uh, what else? What other food? Uh, this is another food? quick, another quick four or five episode watch. Some I gotta admit, some of the um, the guests, well, one of the guests is pretty shitty, especially as of late. Um, it's called Breakfast, Lunch, Dinner with David Chang. David Chang is an incredible, I think, a Korean chef. But um, he is he's like a he's like a moderate. I would. I hesitate to call him a Bourdain, but he's like kind of doing like like he has a show called Ugly Delicious. Where like he has like wacky food. Or in one episode of it, he talks he talks to a Michelin starred chef that left their job to go and cook food for like a school district. And he was talking about like how he only has this much money to do and he can only use this much butter and he has to figure out different ways to make the food and he has to also feed a huge net of kids. And he was just talking about how how much different that is going from a Michelin starred restaurant to working and serving in like a cafeteria. I don't know. I probably wasn't like public school, but it was still a fucking school. That's different. A different thing, no, no less. You're serving yeah. kids, like you're you're not serving people that are like seeking out Michelin starred restaurants. Like you're, <laughs> for one thing, the you're feeding kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you probably get so much more food in a fucking school cafeteria than you do at a Michelin star restaurant. Oh, a thousand percent more food. <laughs> yeah, David Chang. I I'm uh, I very I've... very big fan of him. I think I've seen that man, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, you've seen him on the Chef Show. He's uh, he's buddies mm. with Favreau. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. So he didn't. Uh, he did an episode with Chrissy Teigen. That's the shitty guest. Uh, where right. they went to Marrakesh. <laughs> oh, they like they, went they to fucking. People. The... That's <laughs> no. a hitman joke. That's a hitman joke. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying that Chrissy Teigen has bought as a body count. No, uh, that's the only reason. I, I mean, she might, considering she's bullying underage people, telling them to kill themselves. Yeah. So she may have a body count. Yeah, like not directly, but yeah, yeah. However, um, Kate McKinnon is on an episode where they go. Uh, they, I don't remember where exactly they go. I think they go to like an Asian country, some kind of Asian. Country. No. <laughs> <And> <laughs> oh, I hate you. And then uh he uh hits up uh Los Angeles with Lena Waith, who is like a like a fucking boss ass producer and actor. <laughs> She's in uh she worked with Aziz on some shit. She's done a oh, whole yeah. She's done a ton of things and she's like a She's in Master she's of like None. A, Okay, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure that's where I know that name from. Yeah, she's just like a fucking boss, openly queer, or not openly queer, openly gay, uh, 
that checks woman out. in in Hollywood that doesn't take any bullshit from anyone. So she was really fun to watch. My favorite one though was Seth Rogen. David Chang went to Vancouver and spent the day with Seth Rogen, and you could tell that Seth Rogen had gotten David too high before because Seth was like lighting joints throughout the episode, and he would like hand it to David and he'd go one hit. <laughs> one hit and they give it to him and then David would be giggling he's like your weed is so fucking strong dude and then Seth was like <laughs> uh, Seth Rogen recently played Rocket League with one of my favorite Rocket League YouTubers um, oh. I had no idea that he was doing such uh, charitable work for like mental health uh, he oh, does yeah. a lot. His, his they, he they, he talked about that shit. Yeah, I had no idea. That's awesome. Like, it sounds like he's doing some really cool shit. Yeah, so it's, it's, like, not, it's, not, the same, it's not the same Franco? thing, but like yes. him, him and Ashton Kutcher are kind of in the same book for me when it comes to like speaking to politicians in favor of like actually helpful bills and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I think Ashton Kutcher is actually a really good dude. Yeah, I love Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, which is um, not yeah they have clips in the show of Seth at like congressional hearings and shit, and they even leave in the show because obviously Seth has lived in Vancouver for a long time, and so he'll be walking around, and they leave in all the parts of pe- of people being like, "Hey Seth, hey can we take a picture? Hey man, hey Seth," and he's he's he's, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. the voice of their metro system, right? I think that's true. He has a he has a um he has an animal in an aquarium named after him that he goes to see in the show. That's awesome. So yeah, that's I called breakfast lunch and around me, definitely which is the watch name of his cannabis shit. company, but I definitely want to try it once it uh makes its way out here. Yeah. And then one more line. food show. This one was kind of more in line because I I watched like the nice cooking shows or like the street food shows and sometimes I'm like yeah I'd take a bite of it I don't know how if I'd actually like it but I'll try it this guy eats like me this guy gets like nice food f- brought to him granted it's all fried food because the show is called <laughs> fresh fried and crispy but he'll get like a nice like really really nice looking chicken sandwich and yank the fucking lettuce and tomato off the sandwich and set it on the side <laughs> and the dude eats like a kid and i don't know he's he's uh he started as a youtuber he was like one of the first food or i don't want to say food reviewers because that makes him sound like a yelper but he was the first person to record himself eating fast food in his car interesting is that is he like a skinny white dude <laughs> no it's no, not it's that kid no. in the suits is that oh, okay. no it's a, okay. no it's actually a big black guy but yeah. i didn't okay. want to <laughs> i didn't want to lead with that <laughs> and that one's on Netflix, right? Uh, yes. To say, I think I saw that on the uh, the homepage. Cool, a lot of good food. Yeah, I think it just came out. I think it just came out like a week or so ago, and it was it was recommended to me. Right on. Yeah, um, so that's it. Food shows. Well, Matt, while you were gone, um, I want to hear some thoughts you have on Loki. Loki, I have not watched this week's because I gotta oh, okay. wait for I gotta wait for the girl uh, when she's back. But um, the first two episodes I enjoyed immensely. Um, it, the whole show just feels like a setup for 
the whole multiverse bullshit, so it's not quite as, like... Well, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not quite as heavy as, like, you know... WandaVision was about dealing with grief, and, and Cap was about, you know, being Black Captain America and all that other fun shit that comes with that. And this one's just, like, goofy-ass fun with Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston, so... <laughs> Um, you could do a lot worse, I'm sure. You could do a lot worse. Like they're two fucking like really good actors playing off of each other, and it's and it's great. So I love it. It's fun. I I I can't wait to see where they take it. Well, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, what else you got though? I got oh god. So we have been rewatching all of the Harry Potter movies. Um. That's like the first time in like a decade that I've done that. So it's been, they're still good, but they've, I know we were talking about this earlier today that they still got that, uh, that tinge of JK Rowling's hanging over them now. So I can't enjoy them as much as I used to, uh, which kind of sucks, but, uh, we did that. Um, Fucking what else did I do? I bought about three hundred dollars worth of manga the other day. That was fun. <laughs> um, I decided to start rewatching the entirety of Gundam since most of it is now on Netflix, and I don't have to dig through obscure websites and shady ass foreign sites. Um, so I started with Gundam Origin on Hulu, and I was like, "Shit, I forgot how good this fucking this fucking anime was." And I went, I was looking around at like timelines and shit, so I make sure I did everything in order. It's like, wait, wait, the origin is just a complete retelling in manga form of the original story with better art, and they're making it more brutal. And I was like, I gotta get these books. And then I can't find the fucking actual books anywhere, (laughs) because they're all hardcover, fucking 500-page, like, behemoths of a goddamn manga. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like... You know, fuck it. I've got some extra money from work. Um, like I got some shit from them on Amazon. And I was like, all right, let's just fucking order the entire goddamn thing except for the anime, uh, the the prequel ones that the anime covers because you can watch that. I don't need the whole thing. So I'm waiting on those to come in, and I got the I got nine and twelve out of you know all the ones that I ordered. So of course I got the oh, wow. last ones first. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking, yeah, like of course, of course that's what gets first. But they're fucking gorgeous. Like I don't think I've ever seen like a manga that's been printed this well. Like it's like even though it's black and white, like pops up off the fucking page. It's amazing. Um. So yeah, Trace, start with Origin on Hulu. If you don't have Hulu, I will give you my Origin my on Hulu, I got it. Yeah, and um, they're like hour-long OVAs. Hulu Most or Netflix? Them. I thought you said Hulu. they're on Netflix. Oh, Origin is on Hulu. And then... Most of the rest of it is on Netflix. Don't watch the original one, because I started re-watching that, and I was like, holy fucking shit, this animation and voice work and everything else is so fucking bad. It's like, I'll just give you the books, just read those. And then you can pick back up on Netflix after all that shit ends. But um been doing that and then I literally did not touch a game besides like maybe three or four hours of Magic Arena for about three weeks while she was here like the week after. Uh so we um we started we did start to play Trine the other night. That was fun as fuck. Like I can never get into that game like when I was playing it by myself. But then 
add another player into the mix and we're i i it was just shenanigans ensued on it because it's all like physics-based puzzles and shit so i was having fun just being a little shithead uh on that one and then um i did pick up uh the avengers game on pc because like i did enjoy it on ps4 but it ran like absolute fucking dog shit and yeah. <laughs> after the after the after I beat the campaign because I was invested in the fucking stories, like I'm beating the fucking campaign at the very least. Like I had no desire to do anything finish. else in that fucking game because when I'm flying around as fucking Iron Man and it drops to 15 fucking frames per second and I'm missing shots and not combos aren't firing off and shit like that, it was real annoying. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pick it up on PC because I do want to see all the other shit. You know, you got Wakanda coming and all that other fun crap. Uh, and I was like, okay, if it runs like shit, it's a fucking lost cause. I'm refunding it. I got two hours. And I get a solid like 60 to 70 frames per fucking second on PC compared to on the goddamn PS4 Pro. And it's so much more playable and fun and everything is working how it should and i mean the game's got a multitude of issues of course but it, it's a fun little superhero brawler like those fucking x-men games from way back when um so i think i will actually finish it and you know move on to the end game shit once i'm done with that because it's you know it's playable yay yeah so, <laughs> like yeah so that was about, it's how I felt about the PS5 version, like leagues of difference. Yeah, like I usually like 30 FPS, like Horizon Zero Dawn. When that came out, it was 30 FPS locked, like and but it was smooth and it felt fine. But when it's like jittery all up and down all over the place, it's like what the fuck? I can't, I can't deal. So uh, it, I'm, I'm glad it's it's gotten ten times better uh, than that. Um. It's the only other thing I've really done is I have become a fucking plant daddy because I now have like 10 different plants around my office at the moment. <laughs> and uh, it is quickly becoming such an obsession that I signed up to a subscription box that sent you two fucking rare succulents just... a month. <laughs> yeah, Ariel won't let me go to the uh, Lowe's by myself anymore because I come back with a different plant every time I uh, <laughs> I go out. <laughs> she's like we can't smoke this one jacob what are you doing (laughs) yeah Um, oh i did i did find a seed and a nug the other day i might i might be a little little proud papa do it do it sell it jordan tell me about ratchet and clank i need to know uh first thing i'll say about ratchet and clank is um they celebrated the hell out of the fact that they made that game with no crunch and i think that is awesome um, yeah 100 percent. that that is a uh, stolen news bit that made it into the rest of the show um it's fucking good man i mean it's it is 1000 percent more ratchet and clank like it's it's that game um this just feels like the the game that they were trying to make the entire time now that they have the technology to do so um fucking gorgeous i i really enjoyed the opening of the game because it's like they're throwing this parade for you and it's kind of going back through the story of those other games um my only disappointment is you don't get too far into it before the game actually starts and you have to start like battling things um really cool the teleporting's really cool 
like the um the different dimensionality thing that they really touted up um it's not as extensive at least so far as i thought it might be um but that's not to say i'm not enjoying the hell out of it you most you know how far you are into it um not very uh there is a percentage at the front and i think it's like five or ten to be perfectly honest with you um i've definitely been going through it pretty slow um kind of savoring it as it were um because yeah it's just real good with the particle effects and everything um there are these like clank puzzles you're doing which i think are actually really well done they're um not like incredibly difficult but they're i picture it like captain toad's treasure tracker but you're clank instead um i don't know what that is uh but i don't think captain toad oh man it's kind of lemmings like to be honest with you Um, yeah you're in like a in a computer system like you're rooting out a virus or something and uh there are a bunch of like clank clones just running in a straight line and you have to get them to the exit um so it's it's got a lot of like lemmings to it um but yeah really really fun the weapons i have so far are really cool um i have the 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 pixelator i think i got for pre-ordering which is like a shotgun that turns people into like pixelated versions of themselves and then they crumble it's really fun um again those particle effects really awesome uh i want a ps5 particle effects again damn it particle effects (laughs) i'm Um, still i'm still kind of kicking my ass for not buying that ps5 that was on the walmart website the other day Oh, Even God. though Ariel did almost go blind because her eyes rolled out of her skull when I asked her if I could buy it. Uh, in the um, UK, they're, they've started rolling out this thing where like existing PS5 owners can apply for a second PS5. What? Um, so obviously that's just like, hey, friend, do you want a PS5? <laughs> like there's no other... Yeah, you know, the the scalpers probably aren't going to be doing that, but uh you never know, I suppose. Um but yeah, that that seems like a cool thing if that came stateside, I'd hook one of you guys up if you wanted. <laughs> um but yeah, it's really fucking tough for me, man, cuz like Ratchet is a very good game. Like it is probably my favorite of the year so far, especially as far as like big games are concerned. Yeah, um, current gen stuff. But I, I don't know that it's my favorite PS5 game because Returnal is so fucking good. Demon Souls is so fucking good. Um, even Miles Morales, awesome. Like not Spider-Man 2. I will, you know, I will happily admit that. And, you know, it's not trying to be. But um, man, the, the exclusive PS5 stuff is really fucking good so far. Um, really too bad for microsoft they don't have it (laughs) (laughs) and won't have for a little while yeah well and and theoretically never will because all this shit's gonna be on pc anyway um but you know that's neither here nor there i I don't think that is is harmful in any way but uh if halo comes out this year i think that's gonna be a good showing for them um yeah so ratchet's real good um uh the other (laughs) All right, we didn't really talk about it. Um, Weezer announced a game called Wave Break at uh, Summer I Weezer had blocked that from Weezer. my mind, dude. Like yeah, band. you didn't have to put that in the show at all. Um, Can you put a beep over that entire sentence you just said? No, 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 because I'm right. still gonna... Now, Weezer did not make this game. 
Um, their new single is in the game. That's why they they played the song, and in the background they showed um, what appeared to me to be the first ever showing of that game because I'd never heard of it before. Um, and I played it, and it's pretty fun. <laughs> um, it's essentially like Tony Hawk if you were on a boat instead of a skateboard and you had a gun. like it is shamelessly tony hawk with like the trick system and stuff so you're like you're kick flipping your boat and shit and the gun comes into play because you can like you can like shoot certain collectibles but like in the competitive sense you can actually like shoot the other players (laughs) which is really fun um it's just it's wacky i think it was like 20 bucks um it came out the night that they showed it um, and there is a Weezer mode, which uh, is just that one song over and over again. And <laughs> so it's it's Tony Hawk, you know, you've got like a three minute run or whatever. <laughs> the song is not three minutes long. <laughs> so it just oh starts my playing God. again before your run is over. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> like they really could have done something about that, but whatever. Um, fun, stupid little thing. And then I... Um, Played Game Builder Garage, uh, the Nintendo Game Builder Garage, and um, <laughs> it is it is clearly like so clearly made for children. Um, when you start going through the tutorials, it is like the literally the most basic ass. Hey, uh, press B to jump. Oh no, he didn't jump. That's because we didn't do the thing we taught you in the last lesson to make him jump. Um, like that sort of like super basic stuff. So like getting through those tutorials is really hard. Um, but I really want to, because it seems like there's, there's obviously limitations. Like this isn't, this isn't unreal engine that this is, is not even (laughs) dreams. Um, I doubt this is even like Minecraft, uh, levels of like shit you can do. Um, but I've seen stuff like somebody made a behind the back Sonic game that actually looks not terrible. I thought you were going to say behind the bastards. Uh, behind the <laughs> bastards game. Uh, that's my first one, actually. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Sonic, did y'all pick up Sonic Mania? If you're listening to the podcast and is before July 1st, it's free on the Epic Store. And it's Get good. Your Sonic on. Yeah, is I, it like an actual Sonic game? It is. It, like, think of it like the actual Sonic 4. Okay. It is good. I, I picked cool. it up when it came out years ago. It is. It is a really good Sonic game. If you like Sonic games. Um, I do like, like Sonic. They just haven't Sonic played games. like you know the weird ass spinoffs they've been doing for the last two decades yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Not awesome. you don't want to play Sonic Unleashed where Sonic turns into a werewolf. No, not at all. <laughs> Would you like to see an orchestra play the theme song from Sonic Unleashed? <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird thing that happened. Um, so yeah, Game Builder Garage uh, seems neat. I, I really want to dig into that and see like what kind of boundaries you can push as somebody who you know, doesn't actually know how to make a game, but can definitely <laughs> go through those tutorials and fuck around with some shit. Um, I played chaos. I killed Ken. <laughs> I did not, I did not kill chaos. Um, did, I played, you the, didn't kill chaos. Why didn't you kill chaos? You need to we, create more chaos. We did. I'm here to kill chaos. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Final fantasy. Origin. Origin. Stranger yeah. of paradise or origin. No colon destroy no. chaos semicolon back. kill kill chaos <laughs> ellipses colon must die <laughs> stranger of paradise colon final fantasy origin um 
Yeah, it's a Final Fantasy game. It is made by um, Team Ninja, and it is the same Team Ninja that made Neo and Neo 2. Um, it is one of those games. It is a Souls-like game. Um, is it good, though? It like, is actually good. <laughs> okay, because I swear to God, if I was going to hear the word chaos one more time out of that fucking trailer, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I think I think they really fucked up, because obviously they showed that trailer, and that trailer sucked. Like, devoid of everything that trailer sucked i think they were banking on the fact that they're like hey you can also play this game right now except for the fact that when the demo went up it was fucking corrupt and nobody could play it for like three days Um, it is it if anyone out there listening has played neo or neo 2 and likes those games you are going to like this game it is it is the neo concepts expanded in a really cool way. You have your different fighting stances that you get. Um, my favorite part and probably the last thing I'll say about it, uh, cause it was a pretty short demo. Um, you can parry, uh, ranged attacks. And when you do that, you steal the attack. Hmm. So like if somebody throws a fireball at you and you parry it properly, you can now hit B to throw fireballs. Yeah, like it's final awesome. fantasy eight in my chaos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking the entire time I was, doing that um no it's cool if you like that kind of game especially those those older ones they made you will like this i think hey, and it's that's so yeah no more doing all the things so you know all the belt buckles and random ass straps you could want in the character design it is, it is final fantasy all right a <laughs> um, couple a uh, couple quick hits um i played the resident evil dlc in dead by daylight and that is really cool Being Ooh, able to i forgot about people. that actually being able to hunt people as nemesis in the um, raccoon city police station is very fun. Um, He plays really well. And um, I don't know too much about the survivor perks. They got Chris and Jill, I think. Um, I don't know too much about them because I was just having too much fun as nemesis. Um, uh, Phantom Abyss, I already talked about uh, Lego builders journey. I got that. It's neat. It's Um, neat. I don't know how long it is. I've been hearing it's not very long, but fucking Christ is this game beautiful. It's relaxing as fuck, oh, to be quite honest. <laughs> it, is, it looks like the people who made the Lego movies made like the chillest fucking game you could possibly think <laughs> yeah. of. Um it's it's technically like a puzzle game where you're leading your little dude uh via these um single they're probably a name for them in, in Lego dumb, but um, they're just like single pegs, not like a, a one by two or two by two or whatever. It's just like a single peg. And uh, you have to place those. Sometimes you have to place other bricks to, you know, make those or make a bridge or make them jump up or whatever. Um, but it, it's got fucking ray tracing. There's this animation that's happening when you a pick up the bricks and drop them and place them in place. Um, they're like very early on when you're doing like the tutorial, it's like on a beach and this like wave comes in and it's like clear flat blocks. It's so good. Like it just looks so fucking pretty. Um, There are moments where you can see like, like thumbprints, like fingerprints on the Lego blocks. Like they, they fucking did it, man. Like they made the most real, like it's a goddamn shame. It's not more involved than it is. Like, it seems like a very, at least as far as I played like a very basic puzzle game, like it's not challenging in the slightest yet. Um, but God damn it. Is it beautiful? It looks 
so yeah, funny. like it's I, I got it just because of how pretty it was. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just seeing people being like, "It's real relaxing. Just put some music on and fucking zone out for a few minutes while you do it." And I was like, "That's exactly what I've been yeah, doing." It's, just, it's just nice. chill. It's been yeah. a hard year and a half. Just fucking chill. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned it. Uh, and then, last thing I really want to talk about is um, I watched a movie called Boss Level. Have any of you guys? I have heard of it. Thing? Is Mel Gibson is in that, right? Mel Gibson is in this movie. <laughs> is it bad? It's, it's Deathloop the movie, right? Kind of. Um, it's it's a Groundhog Day type of situation. Um, Frank Grio is your protagonist, and Mel Gibson is your antagonist. Um, it. <sighs> So it's, it's one of those movies where kind of like uh, spring break, spring break, no Palm beach, Palm beach was uh, where it's like, y- you are in this guy's life when he's already lived a hundred Palm Springs, Palm Springs. Yeah. What did I say? Palm beach, the, Palm the Andy Samberg movie. Yes. Palm Springs. Okay. I knew I'd get there eventually. Um, <laughs> I just wanted it, to make sure I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got it. Um, so yeah, you're like, you join him at the beginning of the movie when he's already lived like 140 something days. Um, so you see him as this, I mean, it's Frank Grio. So I assume he's like a ex special forces something. I didn't catch exactly what, but, um, yeah, he, he is showcasing his like John wick skills essentially. And he's doing this because he know you know, he knows what's happening. He's been through this before. Um, and I don't think the, the story is necessarily like, Oh, I don't want to spoil it, but like honestly, I I don't because I think it is actually worth watching. Um, it's on Hulu. It um, it just it had a lot of fun with it. Like, there's a moment pretty early on where he's like, kind of narrating what he's doing. Um, you know, like duck under the knife here, and he's like getting dressed as this dude is trying to like stab him because he's like trying to make his day efficient because he's only lived to a certain point in the day and doesn't know yeah. if he can actually get past that. And he's got these, this mission he's trying to accomplish. Um, so he's like getting dressed. He's like, all right, put the, put the right leg in like duck under the knife. Now put the left leg. Like it's, it's just doing that sort of shit. And it actually works. Um, is it, is it kind of similar to upgrade where like, yeah, the story's not that strong, but the action and like the effects and stuff make up for the lack of cohesive storyline. I mean, sort of, um, I, I didn't think that it was like super duper action packed. Um, it just, it just was fun. Like it's really tough to describe what I actually liked about it, but um, coming off that fucking God awful infinite movie or whatever the fucking Mark. Did Warner you watch that? Was, yeah. Awful. Oh no. Awful. Oh God. Don't watch that, but actually you should watch boss level. Cause it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> there's oh that's what i was gonna there's a point where he's like oh i'm gonna go steal this guy's car and he's gonna yell uh you know you fucking asshole and then he does or whatever and it's just like those little touches where it's like not taking itself super seriously despite the fact that like his mission is like very serious in world like he's got to do something actually important um it was fun i i didn't expect that from a movie starring frank Grio and fucking mel gibson um but it it actually works and it's, it's probably only like an hour and a half long, so it's you know pretty pretty fast paced. Uh, but nice. that's that's pretty much it, man. I mean, nice long show to you know. E three is always gonna blast off. Yeah, man. We've been away for a while, and mm-hmm. you know, shit and things. 
Um, I have not been shitting things. Uh, I haven't well, either. You haven't been shitting things at all, Jacob. Go no, to the doctor. Oh my god! You've been two you know, weeks. Last I only t- shit what? when we record this show. I record this I got, show during my a, one a, poop. A curic and a half in me. <laughs> a what? What? Is is not what they weighed the shit in in that episode of South Park where Stan's dad takes the biggest shit? It's like in oh. Katie Couric's. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I believe you. Cut that. Cut that from the podcast. No, nope. no one person is going to get that joke. <laughs> and they will be happy they got it. <laughs> um, by the time we record next, that Werewolves Within movie should be out, and I actually want to see. Oh that. hell Ooh. yes! <laughs> um, I think actually, you know what? Yeah, you you know what I think? Right. You know what I think, Jordan? Um, that people. I think our like- listeners can find a link to our Discord in the show notes, and I think that they could also find us on maybe a couple socials if they so desired. But the Discord's <laughs> probably a better. <laughs> yeah, the Discord's <laughs> probably better. a better, better, better method of reaching us. Uh, How many times and- did you say better right there? Better, better say it again. Better, better not. You better. They better take their reward and get the fuck out. (laughs) There it is. There's the money shot. (laughs) 